Hey guys, hi, it's me, your host, Vince. Welcome to Atomic Radio Hour. It's episode 175, 175. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a pleasant time, pleasant evening, a day, a night. Whatever time you listen to this, I'm just realizing I do not have water. <clears throat> That's a bummer. <laughs> How are you? How was your, uh, well, no, we're actually pretty far out of Halloween at this point. By the time this comes out. How's your family? You thinking about changing your hair up? You know, I think, I mean, I've been, I've been bald for, God, five, six years at this point, pretty much, shaved my head, so I, I, I play with the beard every now and again, but I kind of wish I could pull off just a mustache. I think I can. I mean, I think I could pull off anything if, you know, you believe in it hard enough, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I can and I can't. I don't know. I hope you're well. Kyle and I worked on an episode the other night, uh, something to be put out in the future. It was a lot of fun to do. Um, it's, I don't even want to say anything cause I don't want to spoil it, but it's going to, it's, I can't wait to edit it and put it out. Uh, it should, it should, if everything works out the way I think it's going to work out, it should be out by the end of the month. Um, other than that, there's a few things I want to talk about. Like uh, today, I listened to a interview with Todd Howard and IGN. I'm not a big IGN guy, but they had an interview with Todd Howard, and it's the same guy who's done this the same kind of interview with him before, and it was pretty neat. Um, they talked a lot about Elder Scrolls and how Skyrim is turning ten, and they're re-releasing the game for the fiftieth time, and all of those memes. Uh, I actually have here in my notes. That Skyrim Anniversary Edition or whatever this next one is going to be will cost fifty dollars brand new, and if you want to upgrade, it's going to be twenty bucks. I don't know exactly what comes in the newest edition, just because I don't I don't really like Skyrim all that much. I've been thinking about maybe on the eleventh, which is tomorrow, I might stream Skyrim. On the 11th, even if I only do it for like an hour, I probably, I don't know, maybe not on the 11th. I didn't think this far ahead. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but I want to stream Skyrim, but I want to do it with an alternative start mod where I start at like level 20 in like a major city so I can kind of play with the kind of character I want to build because I feel like that's the biggest part of Skyrim that deters me from playing it is the leveling. I just don't really like Skyrim's leveling. Um, it doesn't feel like an RPG to me. If you like it, I'm happy you like it. I just, it didn't click with me. I've always wanted to make a character that was strictly unarmed so I could just punch dragons in the mouth. But the way to do that kind of sucks. Uh, just because you have to put everything into your heavy armor. And then there's like a perk where, or a, I guess it's a perk in your heavy armor where the weight of your heavy armor is put into your fists. So, or maybe not the weight, but the armor class. So whatever your AC is. So if it does like 50 blocking, whatever, because it's armor, then it's 50 points of punch. And then if you go to Riften, there's a guy in the prison that has a ring or gloves that you can disenchant. And you can enchant a ring and gloves. Or it's rings and boots. Rings, boots, and gloves. You can do something. And if you like glitch out or, or max out your enchanting, if you know how to do that, you can have it where you are just decimating in one shot. You're just boom and done. So I'm thinking about doing it. I also have to learn how to download mods. I don't know if I can do it directly from Steam. I remember that being a thing for a while. 
but I'm not sure. So I'd have to play with it. Um, I would like to stream Skyrim at some point. I guess I'm not going to do it on the 11th just because I have to edit this episode tomorrow. And I didn't realize I didn't realize I'm like time lately. I've been trying to work extra hours at work just to get a little extra cash. And like, I'm, I'm wiped. <laughs> like I, I just don't have, um, I like, I, I like lack time management now, like worse than before. I, I, I wasn't bad. I mean, I usually play things up for, for the joke on here, but, um, it was just kind of like, like I was at work the other day and I was like, what's today? And they're like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, it's not Thursday. Like it's just one of those deals. But I listened to this whole thing and even, even in this interview, Todd Howard says, uh, the guy asked him about 76 a little bit and he's just like, yeah, it's, it's still being worked on and we're still, we have people that play it. And, uh, Juicehead on Twitter, I'm pretty sure I saw a tweet today that like 76 is like over 11 million players that have played. So I don't know if that's, con- I doubt that's congruent, but that's still a lot of people to play a game. I know it's free on Game Pass. I think, like, at World of... Let's ask Google. Hold on. How many people were playing World of Warcraft at its peak? According to Invin Global, World of Warcraft currently has about 26 million players. The game peaked at 46 million monthly active users in the second quarter of 2017. Wow. Battle for Azeroth in 2018 didn't do much to keep players interested. Wow. Okay. So like there were, there's more, there were like, even now 26 million. Jesus. How many people live in Manhattan? In 2019, the population of Manhattan was 1,631,993. How many people live in New York? In 2019, wow. the population of New York City was 8,419,316. How many people live in Montana? In 2019, the population of Montana was 1,068,778. What state has the lowest population in the U.S.? Wyoming. Here's a summary from Statista. California was the state with the highest resident population in the United States in 2020. Wyoming had the lowest population with about 580,000 residents. Wow. I, is this interesting? <laughs> Can I do an offshoot segment that's just I Google random facts? <laughs> Which country is the least populated? Vatican City. According to News 18, oh, wow. Vatican City, with a population of around 1,000 people, Vatican City is the least populated country in the world. This is my new co-host. <laughs> And they own a lot of property, which is wild. Cause like the, the Vatican, like the, the Catholic Church owns, if I remember correctly, owns, uh, the land that the churches are built on. All right. So like more people than live in the state of New York are, are playing or have played. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of games sold. It's a lot of, you know. It's neat. I, uh, he, so, okay. The point that I'm getting at though with, with Fallout is that Todd Howard was like, I'm working on separate. We're working on not him because it's not just him. He's helping on these games. But, um, he was saying how he's like executive producing the new Andy, Indiana Jones movie or game, sorry. And how it's not that he's like working on it, working on it, but he's like, 
when he said executive produce, it pretty much meant like I'm doing, I'm checking in on it like once a week or once a month, depending on how busy we are or what have you. But he got to the point with, with fallout. He's like, we have ideas. We have like, like a one page sheet of what we want to do. But he was like, don't, someone even said like, like the interviewer even says like, is it possible that we're going to be waiting 15 years for elder scrolls six? And he's like, you could do the math. <laughs> like, he doesn't say it directly, but they talk about Starfield. And even when Star, when he brings up Starfield, he's like, he doesn't say like, no, no, this is the date. But he's like, no, that's the date we're going for. Like, I think the word he said was, you wrote it in pencil. The interviewer goes, you wrote it in pencil, not Nick. And Todd Howard goes, no, no, it was ink. Like, he kind of doesn't say like, yeah, this is definitively the day it's coming out. But he like says this is definitively the day it's coming out. He's also media trained. So I wouldn't be surprised if... He's saying that to save face in case it doesn't come out on that day. I do not know. But, you know, we're not going to get the next Fallout game for a minimum of a decade, which is fucking scary. Um, God. Me 35 playing Fallout 5 with a kid and he's going to be like, what's this? And I'm going to be like, shut up and go to your room. <laughs> like... Ugh. Time is is wild. I don't even think the planet's gonna be the way it is in that much time. Like you just probably like I'm just any day now I'm waiting to hear that you can't inhabit California or Manhattan, LA or Manhattan. But wow, do you ever just feel old out of nowhere? I don't. Very rarely, and that's that surprises me. I don't want to say scares me, but it surprises me because I just don't feel old. Um. Like, I don't feel, I've never felt young, but I don't feel, I don't know how to explain it. It's just weird. Like, it's this, you, you watch time go by, but like, you don't, I, I wish I could explain this and I just don't know how. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there, I'm going to, I probably have a picture or two on screen. Cause I know I sent Kyle some of these images. Um, so tomorrow, as I'm editing this, I'm going to try to play a little bit of San Andreas, the definitive edition, even if it's just like the first two missions and kind of ride around Los Santos and just mess around for a bit. See if the same cheats still work. I hope they do. I don't care if it disables achievements. I don't. I'm going to wind up buying the physical copy next month because I'd rather have a physical and I think I'm going to buy it for PlayStation. But it's free for Game Pass, uh, San Andreas is, and I've never really played Vice City. So I want to play this. Um, there's some pictures that came out. It looks like it's a little buggy and there's like some weird texture things. I think it's mainly like people getting the game early and they haven't released the day one patch yet. Sucks that we need a day one patch. But that's every game now. So like I'm not surprised. So hopefully the day one patch takes care of it. There might be a picture too. I don't know what I'm going to do on screen with it. But... They also, like, there was a leak that in 2023, there's going to be a remake remaster of Grand Theft Auto 4. Now, Grand Theft Auto 4 is incredibly underrated, as my phone rings, 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 rings. My buddy Alex and I, who have been playing GTA Online with every now and again, uh, we talk about how good GTA 4 is, like, whenever we're playing. And, uh... Whenever we're playing on GTA Online, we're talking about how good 4 is, and just, like... To see it revamped, to see, uh, no, I said Los Santos, to see Liberty City, like, 
even though we're going to see it in in like the GTA 3 remaster to see to see it like again and like in that style and like just just the way the guns feel the, the driving is different the swing set of doom I'm really excited for a GTA like and I've been wanting to play GTA 4 again and you just kind of can't because they didn't relicense everything so like I don't want to download it on Steam cuz why would I like it's not complete in my mind cuz like half the songs aren't there and like certain things are missing and whatnot but like gta4 because we're not going to get it till 2025 it's like 2025 we're going to get we're going to get the next elder scrolls and the next grand theft auto and probably something else really big that year and then don't expect to play anything else for another 10 years just because i i think games are just going to take that long to make like i don't think we'll ever get another red dead i really don't and i don't think it's because Red Dead 2 didn't sell very well. I just think it's kind of a niche idea. And the time, money, and effort that'll take to do the same thing for a third game, I just don't think... I. There's a rumor, and I hope it's next year if they're waiting a year. Oh my god, I hope. There's a rumor that they're going to remake, remaster Red Dead 1. And if so, I will buy two copies of that game because I love the first Red Dead incredibly much. That's some some good stuff that's coming out that I'm excited for. Uh, but I don't know if you guys listen to the rap songs, the rap music. <laughs> it always makes me laugh to say that because I just sound like a I, like a middle-aged white mom. Like, oh, you guys like the rap music? Also, that's like middle-aged white mom is slowly approaching millennials. So, like, I say that. And in my mind, it's like my parents' generation. And that's like not the case anymore Ooh, that's scary to think about we're t- keep talking about the passage of time in this episode gang shit uh but uh i don't know like i'm not super following whatever happened at astroworld but it's like really bad and like travis scott didn't do anything to stop it apparently like i'm not like i said i'm not a travis scott fan i don't think anything he's ever done has been like musically has been impressive to me the only thing that I really think is impressive about his stuff is his beats. And as far as I know, he's not making them. He's getting other people to do it. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but as someone who's like, I think, I also think his entire image is based off of what came before him. And he does, I don't really feel like he's reinventing a lot of things. Like I, I listen to him and I, and I hear like a lot of Kanye and apparently him and Kanye have worked together a lot, if, if I remember correctly. Um, but like, even when it comes to the way he dresses, I just feel like he's just redoing the 2000s. Like, um, give me two seconds to talk about sneakers. Sorry. Every sneaker he's made so far has been bad, in my opinion. I don't like any of them. Uh, the only one I really did like is he did this one that was purple, and it wasn't even a general release shoe. Or not general release. I mean, limited, but still. He didn't release that to the public. He released a different color, and the purple one was like just for his friends and family. And I don't really, I'm just not a fan uh, of, of any of the shoes he's done. He's actually doing a couple shoes this year or next year that are one of my favorite models. Don't like them. I like the colors. I don't like how he did them. Uh, he's got some Jordans that are just atrocious, in my opinion. Don't like it. Uh, the big reason why Dunks, again, I'm sorry if you don't like sneakers. Give me two seconds. Dunks came back into the zeitgeist was because he started wearing them again. And, like, he was just wearing the stuff that cost a lot of money. Like, the Wu-Tang dunks I remember him wearing. He wore the Quasimodo ones, which, like, 
they were very hard to get a hold of to begin with because they only made like 72 pairs. Uh, and then he jacked the price up when he wore them. Whatever, he's got his money. He can do what he wants with them if that's what he thinks is cool. But it doesn't – like I see him do things and I feel like he's doing it because like he thinks it's cool. Because even, even Astroworld to me feels like a ripoff of Camp Flognaw from Tyler the Creator. So I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, there was like reports of a of a drug being released into the air and that like he's apparently watching people like have either go into cardiac arrest or collapse and like people being carried out in ambulances or um, I don't know what they're called. But every time I see them, I think of the three stooges where they like pick them up. They go hop, 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 hop. the stretcher like like a two man, uh, not a stretcher on wheels. Like apparently he saw all this and like didn't do anything about it i'm I, like i like i said i just i don't know i just it's a shame what happened if anybody like in the comments can tell us what happened tell me what happened because i'm not really following it because i don't really like the guy's music i don't really like his sense of style either like i said um but it's a shame it's a it's a huge shame what happened because like people just want to go out it's we've been inside for two almost two years now like people want to people starting to go outside people aren't vaccinated but they're going outside i know nobody at that show was wearing a mask but like they canceled the whole event the whole event i doubt anybody got their money back like i mean yeah that's why you have insurance but still you should go out and not expect to be like oh like i could die at a concert eight people are dead because of this but I just wanted to talk about this because I don't know if anybody else is like into this. Like everybody – like there's um, – the people that I have talked to in like the Discord, like you find out what else other people like, what what other people like. And like to me, it's always interesting to be like, OK, you like Fallout. We have this in common. What do you like? What else do you like? Do you like this? Do you like that? Like I, I, that's fascinating to me. So please let me know. Let me know what you think. Just real quick, I, I, I know this is like a shoe show at all, but there, there's an Adidas, because I was talking about shoes before, there's a, Adidas has been doing stuff with Microsoft, and they're doing um, the 2 and a 360 sneaker, and it just makes me smile, because I played so much 360, and I remember seeing like fake mock-ups of, of sneakers, 360 sneakers and shit, sorry. I think that's just about it, to be honest with you. Another slow week. Also, like I've said before, I don't have a co-host to like pad out 10 minutes of talking, um, which sucks. <laughs> so I'm trying to find a way to make these shows an hour long. But look, let's get into the lore. Uh, we have a good one today for all you 76 fans out there. Before I get into the lore, I have to talk about the Patreon. Thank you to the Patreon. Because if you guys, we can, I can continue to do the show. See, it's that, it's a hard habit to break. I can continue to do the show. I can continue to be able to pay Kyle the enormous amounts of riches he requires to come onto the program. And, you know, it's just nice to know that people still care, especially since the show became somewhat of a different format recently and i'm i feel like every week i talk about how i'm trying to adjust and there will be a point in the future where i don't talk about it anymore but like the only way to get better at something is to continue to practice and it's super nice to know that even though i am in this period of a transitional state and i am practicing to get better at what i am doing that people still are like got you like i enjoy what you're it's just nice 
I don't, I don't get a lot of, I've made this apparent before, but I don't get a lot of feedback. And a little bit I do is even if it's just through the Patreon of just saying, Hey, we support you again for a month. It's nice to know that people do. So let's start off from the tippity tippity top with the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, we have to thank Danny. See, even right there, I said we. Thank you, Danny. After Danny is Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And last but certainly not least is Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. If you'd like to support in any way possible, there are a few links in the description below to our Patreon and our Redbubble. It helps out tremendously. And like I said, it feels good. But all that being said, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, like I say every week, I ask a question on our Discord, and there is a link now in the description below to the Discord. I ask a question every week, and this week's question was a sport. Uh, and like I've said before, I sometimes will throw out a question, and there will be... An answer that isn't a real answer, but it wins. And I don't know if anybody here has watched Futurama, but uh, Blurns Ball was an absolute, if you guess that, you you win this one. Uh, but I asked, and uh, surprisingly, the UK, I don't know. The person who won it was Bones Jones. I don't know if Bones Jones is from the UK. But as far as the UK didn't get this one, it was Cricket, a game that I know very little about. Other than there is paddles involved and sticks uh, that look like goalpost thingies, like a, like a football goalpost, but like upside down, I think, uh, without like the stubs that would be if you flipped it. And a game could go on for a really long time. I remember there was like a Nickelodeon, uh, what was it? I think it was Nick News with Linda Ellerby that there was like a thing that they did on cricket and the game could take all day. And apparently when I asked, um, the UK had lost for the day. So like I said, Bones Jones got the question correct of I was thinking of a sport. The sport was cricket. If you'd like, if you'd like to hear any sort of lore, make sure you're in the Discord. And once a week, I ask a question. First person to get it right gets to pick the lore. And this week's lore is on Beckett from Fallout 76. Now, I like that I get to do it this way because when I ask a question, because I don't really... I don't know anything about 76 because I'm just not playing it. And I've talked about how I feel about playing it, not playing it, whatnot. But this lets me kind of dip my toes into it. I'm not as familiar because I'm not currently playing it. So I can see that there is somewhat of me missing context or maybe um, the way things are written. Because there's one point where it's written and I'm just like, what did any of that mean? And I'll get to that in a minute. But that's that's mostly my meme of the wiki not being written to the best quality. So Beckett, uh, he didn't have much as a child growing up in Maryland. He took care of his brother Frankie as he never knew his mother and his father died at an early age. Frankie Beckett had contracted rabies while playing in a factory and the brothers were attacked by wild dogs. Beckett, so here's the thing. Their last name is Beckett, but Beckett goes by Beckett and Frankie goes by Frankie. So it's kind of like the Super Mario Brothers are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. <laughs> Beckett nursed him back to health and promised his brother he, that he would never leave his side, that they would both stick together no matter what. His uh, Beckett, to help Frankie, he actually stole rabies medicine from a bunch of different places to make sure that his brother would be fine. Now, I don't recall. Let me Google it quick. Let me just double check. But I don't recall if Beckett... 
Beckett doesn't have an age. I didn't recall if it showed up. His level is 66, but there should be a, sc- a picture on screen of him. I doubt this man is 66. So, like, I don't know what what age this dude is. If it's 25 years after the bombs drop and if he's 22, then he's a post-war baby. I wonder if they have a term like baby boomers were after the uh, after World War II. I wonder if there's like a term for post-war babies, like col- uh, col- not colloquially, maybe col- colloquially. Col- you know what I'm trying to say? No, it doesn't have it. Doesn't have an age though. So okay, sure. They committed many a theft and were quite good at it. Um, I wonder if, like, after the bombs fell, if if you were good at something, if that translated well. Like, I wonder how many people had an easy assimilation into a post-nuclear world. That's why, that's what I'm so, I don't want to say upset about 76 with, is that I feel like there's so many decent, more than decent, so many great stories to be told that just aren't told just because of... Maybe you're just too far from it. Like I think a Fallout comic, or maybe the show. That's maybe that's what the show is going to do. To show like this is a guy who sold cars can now sell chems, or this is a guy who was a butcher and now he's butchering whatever animals they can find. And because of his knowledge of preparing and salting meats, he found a way to kind of lower the radiation levels or what have you, or something like something translates from one to the other. I feel like in seventy six, it's just kind of like. And again, I haven't played a ton of it, but it's just kind of like the bombs fall 25 years later and we're just into it. And I feel like some of it's missing. I, I, I don't doubt that there's something in there that is, is scratching this itch that I'm looking for. I just don't know of it. Now, Frankie wanted more because he uh, had quite a bit of bloodlust. And from the wiki, Beckett, this is exactly from the wiki, Beckett said no when Beckett finally joined a real gang, he left Frankie behind for his own good. What? I want to read this, like, directly off the thing. This is the second... I get all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.wiki. It says, Realizing that they were actually good at stealing, they worked together as a pair in order to commit small-time crime. They usually stuck to theft. But Frankie had a raging bloodlust and wanted more. Beckett said no. When Fra- When Beckett... When Beckett finally joined a real game, he left Frankie behind for his own good. So what is that? So they're sticking together. They made the pact, the two of them, that they were going to stick together. But then Beckett leaves him. I, I, if Beckett leaves him to go, there's not even like an annotation to say like where this is quoted from. If Beckett left him to go join this gang and just like, all you could have added was Beckett joined a gang for Frankie's protection. He said, you are not to join the gang. I don't really feel like he left him, but he joins a gang and it's Hopkins hooligans, a small operation of Raiders uh, that went well until Hopkins was killed, which Hopkins hooligans is a great name for a band of Raiders. I really enjoy that name. I think it's fantastic. It's cartoony and it's silly, but, you know, it's still, you know exactly what you're getting. And then he joined Edwin's gang, which isn't as good as a name. It was a bigger group. There was bigger spoils to be had. 
Edwin was crazy, but a good man, and those who served under him within his ranks were happy. Beckett later made the trek to Appalachia and took his brother Frankie with him. He left Frankie in the Savage Divide in foundation so he could run with Edwin's gang to collect a little more money, and he became addicted to chems and lost control of his life. Blood Eagles were supplying smaller gangs with drugs, and they were watched to see if they were to get hooked. Uh, this is what I believe, like, the Manson family did, where Charles Manson would give the girls... Uh, it was more than just the girls. They would give... He would give the people in the cult... Um, Drugs. And I was watching a documentary on the Manson family once, and the woman that was interviewed was saying that, like, we would take LSD, we would take all these other, like, mind-opening hallucinogenics, but Charlie never took any of them. But he kind of got you where you wanted it more and more, and it's kind of what the Blood Eagles are doing, which I've talked about. We've, I've done a, an episode um, on the Blood Eagles. It might be one of the last episodes at all of it now that I think of it. I don't remember which... Which one she's in the last, but I think it's one of one of the last ten, five maybe. But when I talk about it there, one of their main things was they were giving people drugs. And even if you didn't do drugs, they forced you to do them. You got hooked. Now you're a blood eagle or you work for them. You work under them. If the blood eagles had noticed that you had become addicted to these chems, what they would have done is given you a highly concentrated chem, a highly concentrated drug to get you even more hooked. And then you were forced to work for the blood eagles. Just to get your fix. He later gained his sobriety, but not without certain trials and tribulations. One of them being the murder that he had commit, uh, where he just murdered an entire settler family. And if I remember correctly from the wiki, he doesn't remember any of it. He just... Also, there's something really neat that I learned while doing this is there's a timeline article on the wiki that's just every year. And it's every major event that happened in that year all the way up until present time. And there's one that goes up to 20, 2377 because on the vault for Vault 101's radio, it said that's the year that the U.S. should be inhabited. 300 years later should be inhabitable. That's as far as I think it goes. I could be wrong. There could be more stuff. But I think that is it. There's like talks about Hoover Dam in there. A lot of really, really neat stuff for the future. That's all projection. Uh but there's a, there's a thing on there for states, and I didn't think to look up states. And what's really cool is like I learned that Raven Rock is actually in Pennsylvania, and I didn't know that. And I, that's where I'm from. So like that was really cool to see that. I was like, oh my god! Like arguably the climax of the game takes place in Pennsylvania, but like they talk about Maryland and uh, it's that area, that area, the DMZ, the DMV, DMZ, DMV. No, DMV, DMZ is in Korea. Beckett cleans up. He left the Blood Eagles and wants a hand in their downfall. He began to fight back. He got too overzealous and was captured by Blood Eagles and was tortured and set to be executed at the Rollins labor camp. The Vault Dweller, I, I don't like the way it's written on the wiki, which has been a theme this entire episode. But um, I don't like how it's written as, as like, as is like it happened it's happening now i like when the wiki is written in the past because i feel like that's what a wiki should be that's a personal thing it's, this is a stylistic choice like this is this you know what i mean like this is a thematic choice this isn't anything like i just don't prefer it um but i don't i'm not a huge fan of this because it's written like how it happened and also what are we referring to the vault dweller from 76 as because we have like 
the Vault Dweller, we have the Chosen One, we have the Lone Wanderer, we have the soul, uh, the Courier, and then we have the Soul Survivor. We already have a Vault Dweller, so is this... Are we just referring to him as the Vault Dweller from 76? Or are we just referring to him as 76 or her? What? But if this is to be what I think the canon will be later is... I'm not complaining. I just want to make that apparent. I'm just asking questions because to me, this is really fascinating because not all, I don't think all of 76 is going to be canon, but what will be canon is the great, um, what is the word I'm looking for? The Jews leaving, leaving Egypt. Oh my God. This mass exodus of people out of 76, that's canon. What else is, what do we refer to that time period that those group of people, the exiles, of 76 like wh- I, that's what i want to know i want to know more about that like the next game or subsequent game even if it's a spin-off game or something i'd love to know more about it through that so the dweller from 76 can hear this on the pip boy radio rescue him and he can be taken to a- another blood eagle camp the sludge works uh if you help him he then can help take down the blood eagles in some capacity. And then you go to your settlement, you set up his personal bar at your camp and you can help him make amends with Edwin's gang. Other than that, there's not much else about our pal Beckett here outside of, uh, there's some interactions with him. One that I thought was neat is I'm so used to seeing like essential or non-essential on the wiki. I saw here is this character is a ghost, meaning that you can walk through them, which I thought was neat. Uh, he can also be romanced, which I think is neat, because how are you going to do that in an MMO like this? But cool. I'm happy that people that like 76 are keep getting good stuff for it. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to sound like an old curmudgeon, even though like, I feel like that's kind of my brand. Um, I don't want to sound like an old man when I get that that's really cool. Like, people that really like 76 are getting good shit for 76 constantly it's harder for me to get into it i have a friend from work who we were talking about maybe jumping into it together to to get our feet wet and i mean i think he plays he's like level 200 or something i believe but he enjoys the hell out of it and i can't be upset at him for it i'm happy that those who like it continue to like it beckett's involved in a few quests uh narrow escape the eagle flies free a dirty little secret Exit stage left, out of key, the traitor's demise, supply and demand, spilling blood, pet peeve, shooting star, bot of gold, sibling piracy, I like that, Uh, needs of many, eye for an eye, thicker than water, and he has four radiant quests, cropping spree, loose ends, saving skin, and stalking stuffer. It's a decent meme. Uh, he also has a combat shotgun. I respect the hell out of any man with a combat shotgun. But other than that, that's him. I hope I hope to see the companions kind of evolve. Because I remember when 76 was coming out, they were like, we are willing to support this game until, the, until time ends. And I mean, that's not going to happen just because... It is a business. They have to say at some point, like, hey, we're not, like, we have to turn the servers off. But it'd be nice if they had a feature where, like, hey, if you keep paying the 15 bucks, like, at that point, there's no public servers. Pay the 15 bucks, you can play with your friends. Or don't pay the 15 bucks, you can play by yourself. That's when I have a feeling 
copies of the game are going to skyrocket if they ever do that. When they say we're going to turn them off, turn off the servers. I don't know. I don't know much about servers. I wouldn't be surprised if that never happens. Um, but I hope to see these companions develop deeper storylines. I think with Beckett's history of him being a chem addict, it would be really, really cool to see him and say uh, they do another time jump of five years and like one of his quests that he comes to is like, hey, boss. I don't even know if he calls your boss, but he's like, hey, boss, I'm – got to be honest with you. I've been doing drugs. I've been doing chems again and I'm – I'm not in a good way. And like, then you can help him. Like, do I help him? Do I not help him? Do I, um, do I kill him just to put him out of his misery? And then he's just not my companion anymore. There's a lot of fun ways you can take this because then on top of that, if Beckett's a companion, this is only something that would happen to me or somebody else. If Beckett's my companion and I spent 200 hours with him and he's done nothing but get in the way, it's like, I'm, I'm on, I'm sick. I don't know what I got to do. It's like, Beckett, let me put you out of, out of your misery. Bang. And I don't have to worry about him anymore. And it's kind of like a, okay. Or it's like, man, Beckett helped me kill the, uh, Scorcher Beast Queen and the Myrler. I don't know if there's Myrlurks in this game. There shouldn't be, but they're also, is there Death Claws? There has to be Death Claws. There shouldn't be, but there probably is. Same with Super Mutants. But like, I don't know, like he saved my ass from from like a boss or the, the sheep squatch, whatever, or one of the, the 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 cryptids. He saved me from that. And like, I always tell that story and he's a huge part of my game. And like, I love walking around with Beckett and it doesn't feel like 76 unless he's with me. And then it's like, Beckett's sick. I got to help him. And like another clan comes in and like, what does he think about the Brotherhood? What does he think about the Enclave? There's a lot of... The best thing about the Fallout games is the world. It's the world around the subjects that happen throughout the entire game. So to have a character that is ever-present and ever-evolving, to not have them evolve with the game, I feel like is a disservice to the fan base that's following it. Now, I'm not saying he needs to have a Tolkien lore book that like goes with him every time a new update comes out. But, you know, something to say, hey, see you at home. I love you. Make sure, like, tell your mother I said hi. Like, something like that. Like, just something that says, like, it is what it is and it's going to continue. And not just like, hey, uh, the new season's here. Get yourself an Unstoppables costume for cheap because of the theme or something. Or Captain Cosmo's costume for cheap. That's lore. So thank you for being here. Uh, I don't have much to talk about for the third segment here, but I do want to say I have been streaming. It's been kind of slower. Uh, I want to do two days a week. I'm definitely going to do at least Saturday or Sunday. Check it out. I need to start uploading the VODs to YouTube. I have one that I still have to download, and I have um, a picture of Framkey that is going to be the thumbnail. Everything will be uploaded eventually. I have lore from, like, like weeks ago that I have to get back and get up on. I was moving and just, you know, it's just me. Like, I hate to fucking bring that up every time, but it's just me. And, like, I'm also trying to work a little more. I'm trying to have a social life. Like, I'm trying to do a lot of other things. So some things fall behind. And it's not an excuse. I'm making excuses. Like, one one thing that I learned through like therapy was you shouldn't ask why you should ask what because what gets you directly to the answer why didn't i go to the movies because i didn't get in the car and go like that's it i didn't go to the movies so why'd you do it i didn't do it because i didn't do it flat 
So I have it and I will be uploading the lore. I will be uploading the streams. It's just, I need to get like a weekend where I don't have something going on and I don't feel like just vegging out. Uh, and I'm just not overwhelmed with all the things I have to accomplish and I can do it and it'll be up, but it's, it's, it's nothing to get the, the lore and re-upload it as its own segments from the full episodes. And it will be happening soon, hopefully sooner. I'm not going to make any promises, but hopefully sooner rather than later. Same with the adventures of Framkey in the Capital Wasteland. Um, before I get out of here, I do want to say real quick that we are incredibly close. I am incredibly close to hitting 400 subs on the YouTube channel. So if you're just listening, I'd really appreciate it. If you could check out the YouTube channel, I do upload a lot of other stuff there. Um, like I said, the lore, the VODs. Oh, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was a buck. It's just my carpet. Nice. Uh, a bunch of other stuff. Every once in a while, I, I, I make a video. Um, I don't have a ton of time to like commit to a video. I have like a... A couple of things that like I made and just never did, uh, never did anything with that are ready to go. Like I have a Kyle and Vince that I need to edit. I have another episode of ARH that I need to edit. I have a Mon that I have to edit. So there's a bunch of shit that I have to do and put out and do stuff with. But I'm, I'm really close to 400 subs and I'd really love to hit 400 before the end of the year. I'm very bad at self-promotion because I just feel, I feel guilty when I do it. I feel like I'm talking about myself and being like, well, I, I did this and I'm really good. And I just, I, I feel like anytime you have to do anything like that, you're bragging. That's a personal thing with me that maybe I should try to work on. I don't know if I have to or if I should. The point is I'm really close <laughs> and I would love to hit it for New Year's for Christmas around that time. That'd be the best way to end the year, especially, you know, since I'm alone again, I'm sorry to keep talking about it. But other than that, I believe that's, that's just about everything I have to say. If you like the intro music, it is by Shane Ivor, silvermansounds.com slash free music gets you to not only feather duster, our theme song, but a slew of other heaters. There's a link in the description of the discord. Remember, if you want to hear any lore, check out the discord. And I ask the question once a week, if you get it, if you're the first person to get it right, you get to choose what the lore is for the week. There's also links to my Twitter, Papa's Twitter. Papa wasn't here for this episode. He was busy. I don't even think I asked him, to be honest. <laughs> we recorded something yesterday, so I wasn't going to ask him. Um, my Twitter, Papa's Twitter. There's a link to the Patreon. Again, thank you to the Patreon. There's a link to the Redbubble. There's a link to the show's Twitter. Thank you for being here. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy. I hope you're safe. Most importantly, um, I don't tell people have a good day. I tell them have a safe day because if I'm not having a good day, it sucks here. Hey, man, have a good day. Uh, so I hope you're having a safe day. Uh, I hope you find something that makes you smile today. I will see you guys next week. Maybe I'll see you in the Discord. Maybe I'll see you on a stream. Either way, I hope you're happy. I hope you're safe. And uh, I'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Ghoulman Entertainment Production.